0: Hi everybody. And welcome back to another podcast episode here on sticks and bones by evoking with your ghost host, Chelsea and 10. Hey, 10. How are you? Hi. Hey guys, what's going on? You know, nothing. We are a little PSA before we dive into it. We are bringing a spooky podcast today. So if you're like, I'm scared, you might want to back out now. We're going to be talking about the hat man. In just like a few moments after we go over, like, you know, what well, we've been doing in our lives since we last been on the podcast, but <laughs> yeah, we are going to be diving into all the fun things, the hat man, shadow people, how spirits, how you can differentiate our take yep. on it. Um, but everyone's been loving like the spirits
1: entity type episodes, um, with death. So what better way to start? I mean, I think it was, you know, kind of the green light for us to kind of talk about some of our favorite stuff. We were looking at the analytics. We wanted to see what you guys are really enjoying. And, you know, Chelsea and I live spooky season 365 right now. It's sweaty, spooky season because it's summer, but you know, any season, spooky season.
0: Oh, I mean, I'm counting down the days for Halloween. I have like this adverse reaction to summer and i finally saw a tiktok where someone felt my pain where it's like i'm just a pale girl and like summer is just not my season like i go outside i'm hot i'm sweating i'm disintegrating i have sunburn um mm-hmm. i can appreciate the beach and like the pool but i'm truly i'm i'm ready for fall and i know not many people want to hear that but i'm ready i
1: live every day like it's spooky season so i live for like late september early october yes. weather yes. like yes. nothing like some shorts and a big old hoodie like yes. give me that 24/7 I'm sorry. and it's almost July and you know I'm already over my thighs sweating like I'm done with the chub rub I am I'm a I'm a muscular gal with my thighs and I am not a fan no I just went to my um, complex has an Amazon package center
0: and I just went to go get something one of my friends here we go I'm going to talk about my 30th birthday <laughs> <laughs> well, actually- <laughs> actually the week that we're dropping this podcast episode it will be the week of my 30th birthday so um i'm turning 30 on july 2nd but my friend sent me a gift i got the macabre tarot deck i showed ten you had it and i was like i need to have it yeah i need it's it amazing. yeah so i had to go get it from the amazon center and it's like not that far and i was already sweating i was like ew get me out of
1: here i don't like this weather like i can't even walk to go get a package you know what's even worse than like feeling like the sweat and everything. Like if you go out to eat and you're in a booth and you go to stand up, the booth will literally rip the skin off of your hamstrings. Yeah, like it's the worst. It's, it's the worst. And who wants to eat outside
0: like this? Oh, I can't handle it. But for all of you summer lovers out there, teach me your ways because teach you can't me do your way. I, I am not, I was not meant to be living in this type of climate. Also, also <laughs> big news Michael, someone, I was on TikTok and someone slipped the Michael's like Halloween, the stuff that's coming out for Halloween. It's looking good. Um, I know home goods. If you have a home goods in your country, if you don't, I am so sorry. Um, oh. I would say move to the United States, but like, don't because we don't have rights here anymore. So love that, but <laughs> they have all the Halloween stuff starting to come out already. So August is the time of year to go get the Halloween stuff for your home. I'm just letting you know Mm -hmm. every week they come out with new stuff.
1: Start saving. I think Hot Topic is already planning theirs. Um, I also saw, I heard rumor on TikTok that Hallmark uh, stores already have Halloween squishables out. They do. Um,
0: I think uh, Walgreens, someone found some in Walgreens.
1: I want Otto, the Grim Reaper. Oh my gosh. So I have the plague doctor squishable, which I love him, but we were trying to go find a Hallmark store yesterday when we were driving in Jersey. And apparently all the Hallmark stores over there have like closed down. And I was like, I want to test my theory. How can I, as a ghost host, tell the good people of sticks and bones where to find Halloween stuff. If I have not done my due diligence.
0: (laughs) God, I know. And you know what, maybe, um, on Patreon, cause we, we have a 60 bones Patreon up now. I might just do hauls because I start buying things in August and I did them online for a little bit, um, on my own social accounts. Like I was doing hauls of like all the spooky stuff I was buying and people were like, where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? So I think every time I do a big haul of like home decor, I'm just going to start putting it on Patreon and be like, look what I got today. My credit card is like SOS
1: right now. Oh my God, we should. Oh, I just love spooky season. I love it so much. Okay, I'm I, down. Too. I really want Otto, the
0: Grim Reaper, um, squish. You, you need to look him up 10. You need him. Um, he is making a return this season. I was nervous. I, I wound up following someone on TikTok That's like a huge squishables collectible person. I'll send you the user time if you're like interested, but they were saying that Otto is coming back because they looked it up and I, <gasps> isn't he incredible? So cute. so cute. And you know, I'm a ghost toes. I'm into death. I need the Grim Reaper squishable, right? I need oh. them. Oh my God. I want him. Oh my God. Same. He's so cute. So cute. Um, everyone needs to look him up. His name is Otto. Squishables. Great. I love um my squishmallow pillow. Squishhmallow sponsors. <laughs> and those autos. Um, I I love them
1: so much. They're like my comfort pillow. Oh my gosh. Right. My bed is literally full of them. I have the plague doctor. I have an appa from avatar last airbender pillow pet. I have, I have just so much. I have a lot of machines and like I woke up and I had none around me and they were all like surrounding Kevin and he was just cuddling with them, but whatever. I don't care that I'm almost 29 and I love little stuffed animals, whatever. But
0: we're the ones that are buying it. That's the thing. Like they think yeah. they've created these for the younger generation. No, it's people that are like Gen Z millennial that are like buying out squishmallows. Um so if you have a squishmallow and you're embarrassed, don't be because we have them too. So oh yeah I love them. I love them so much. Same. But um what has been going on in your life? Anything new besides you know me turning 30? We don't have to go there but
1: Nothing too new, just got some new plants, so you know, trying to uh trying to keep that going this year. Um I'm trying to think about what else. I don't know. I'm passed pass off to you, Chels. <laughs> How Are you? Uh, really nothing, but if you do hear Pluto,
0: he's like uh licking himself next to my microphone and I'm like really at a time like this. I am the ghost host. Uh you might hear him purring. He's sitting right in front of my computer. So <laughs> He's been having like um separation anxiety today. Um, he's, I had to go do a Reiki session for a client, which by the way, I offer Reiki services in in July. So if you're interested, um, I did a Reiki session and he was just like sitting by the door. He loves when I'm doing Reiki. He loves it. He's standing there. I call an Archangel Raphael. He's like here for it. Um, so he kind of got pissed that he, I
1: wouldn't let him in like my office this morning. I mean, cats are so in tune with the spiritual. I mean, just look at the history of Egypt where cats have been venerated for thousands of years. Like they are so in tune and in touch with like the magical and the spiritual and they thrive living with witches.
0: Oh yeah, he. that's why I think he like is around all the time, because I mean, you know, your cats too, when you're doing a mediumship event, they're waiting out the door. When you're doing spiritual work, they want to come in. I don't yep. want him into my readings anymore because he just starts knocking all my altars down. Um, and then I can't read for somebody. I'm like chasing him around my room. I think I sent a reading off last week where I was like, I'm so sorry, my cat. And like, just- <laughs> <laughs> we're just like you, we too have to chase our cats. <laughs> yeah. I was like, say hi to the nice client who's reading you're interrupting. Right. Do you interrupt readings? Um, but yeah, cats are incredible. And he he loves all the spiritual spooky stuff. Pluto was adopted in
1: spooky season. He was. He is a spooky boy.
0: He is a spooky It boy.
1: was Iroh. Iroh is actually a Halloween present.
0: <gasps> Iroh. He is
1: He is the great pumpkin. Like, great. I think we should just reenact the great pumpkin with Iroh. Like, truly. He is the great pumpkin. He's so cute. He, he is, is a pumpkin. Good. He is. He's 16 and a half pounds full of sturdy man. (laughs) We're here
0: for it. Um, oh, this is a fun idea that 10 and I, before we dive into our like actual segment for the day, um, we decided that we want to read your paranormal stories because everyone loves to talk about these spiritual entity spooky things that are going on. And if Mm -hmm. you've never told somebody before, we can keep it anonymous or you want to like sound off. Um, we will read one every episode, um, as long as we have, or we deem fit to read one. Um, and we can give you like our interpretation on what we think it was, what you could have done, um, how you can protect yourself. Um, we are experts in entities and spirits. It's what we do. Um, I've removed spirits before I've banished them. I've cleansed them. I know 10 has too. So in order to do that, if you want to submit your story, you just have to go to evoking.cmc at gmail.com. Um, you can send us your story and we can keep it anonymous. Like we're not going to be in games. We're not going to be like John Doe said he saw the boogeyman in his house.
1: Yeah. And we can keep it anonymous. Or if you want your first name, we can do that as well. If we do pick yours, we will email you back and let you know which week or episode it's going to be on. And of course, you know, we'll touch base about that, uh, when it comes around, but I think having this new segment maybe we call it like the 999 haunts like from haunted mansion um maybe we have that to kind of open the door and to help people understand that no they are not crazy no we hear you guys we understand that you know people go through a lot of different experiences but also that we see you we understand you and let's try and help you out so I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, today I can talk about, you know, a recent experience I just had with a good friend of mine from college who texted me literally last night about a certain situation that she's going through right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's more common than people like to believe. That's why we like to talk about spirits and entities. Um, 10 and I have received an influx of messages on our platforms. And if we haven't gotten back to you, just know that we see you, um, where people have been like, "I, I, I don't feel crazy. Like I know I had this experience also, it validated me because you spoke about it in a podcast episode about how you've had this experience. Um, and I think a lot of people came to that conclusion with the sleep paralysis demon that we talked about in our scariest experiences. I know today the hat man and the shadow people, there are hundreds of accounts of this going on. So just know like you're not alone and there are spirits out there and people have seen them before. So yeah, oh I'm God. interested. Um, do you want to talk about your friend before we like dive into the hat man?
1: Uh, so I'll actually do that at the end only because okay. it's a different entity. Got it. Got
0: it. I wonder if it, do I know this one?
1: Well, it, it's one of the entities that we're actually talking about today. Okay. So I would also like your two cents cause I'll read some of the questions and I'll actually go through some of the questions that you as listeners yourselves, what you can actually kind of ask yourself and how you can kind of deduce what you might be dealing with.
0: It's almost like the stars aligned for this podcast episode. <laughs> I, it,
1: ri- <laughs> it really did. I gotta text my friend and be like, Hey, yo, you're gonna be on the podcast. <laughs>
0: that's insane. Yeah, I get questions from my family members all the time. Um, sometimes like people will, when I'm at a family gatherings, so they'll pull me aside because it's it's embarrassing some, for some people to be like, I've had this experience, and they don't want to like yeah. shout out to the group. So that's why we're opening up this segment of like, what's your paranormal experience? Did you have one? What did you see? Um, and we can share it because, you know, people are not alone, but with that, let's dive into the hat man. Now, um, the hat man is probably one of the most popular entities people have seen. He is considered a classification of a shadow person, which we are going to dive into. Um, and I've had my own occurrence with the hat man. So today 10 and I want to give some accounts of the hat man. Um, You know, I'm not. Did you find any mythological ties to the hat man
1: or not really? Not really with the hat man specifically, um, but for shadow people. And once we cross that threshold, you're going to be actually kind of shocked. You listeners is how often shadow people have actually been recorded in world history.
0: I mean, I believe that to think that all this is new, it, it's not a new thing. Right? Shadow people, ghosts, spirits. I mean, I'm studying um, Greco-Roman necromancy right now, and they 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 literally mention ghosts. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not an uncommon thing. So it's not like a new age thing to see spirits and paranormal. Like people have been doing this for centuries,
1: centuries. Exactly. And I think, I think the only thing I can say, not really mythologically related, but I think that there has been a huge influx in this since- um, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street came out. I think people kind of put the hat man on the same level. Yes. And yes. I think it's been, you know, a modern term of the hat man, but of course the hat man could have existed for thousands of years under different, you know, names. And probably wasn't wearing a top hat. <laughs> I don't think uh, those existed. I think, or, or perhaps it was, you know, a similar hat, but of like the fashion sense, let's say of like the Renaissance, if it was occurring then.
0: For sure. And, um, I know a lot of people in, well, now when we were doing some research before the podcast, we're going to read you some accounts in a second, but just to give you an idea, the hat man is a black, dark, dark void of a shadow person. He has a wide brim top hat and some people see him with glowing eyes and some people don't. Um, Mm -hmm. but his lore is that he basically just stands and stares. Um, Some people have experienced a tremendous amount of fear that comes from him. Um, Some people have experienced nothing at all. And they just kind of like make eye contact with him and that's it. But he doesn't actually do anything. He just stands there and observes and thousands of people have had this account of him um, where they've seen him in some instance and he just stands from afar. He's not even like
1: close to you. Mm -hmm. and. Watches and it's the creepiest thing, like creepiest thing ever, creepiest thing. And from what I've gathered and just from personal experience, he is kind of a larger than life creature. Um, I would say he is taller than seven feet. Oh yeah. Um, so so imagine like an NBA player. You know, we're looking at that kind of height. Um, he usually wears a trench coat, and you can see in a lot of depictions his shoulders are very squared and his body is very rectangular because of, you know, the coat that he's wearing. He's not very figural in the sense. Like you can tell it's a humanoid figure, but you can't, you know, make out any more distinct features because truly the black coloring of him like sucks away any sort of light. It's really fascinating. It is really
0: fascinating. And, um, I've had experience with him when I was younger, um, yes. I had an account from him. So I actually was sleeping over my friend's basement and I saw the hat man and he was standing there. Um, and he basically was just standing there staring at me. Like I was the only one awake at this girl's sleepover in this basement. I don't know how years later, like I, I kind of resurfaced a memory when I was researching because yeah. I spoke about him on one of my social media platforms. And I was like, hat man. Then all of a sudden I started to remember, I think it was traumatic for me as a child. Um, oh, yeah. probably like in second grade, you know, you're having just like one of those fun girls sleepover. And he stood there in my friend's basement, everyone else was asleep. And I just felt like this chilling bone chilling presence. And he was huge and he had glowing, glowing white eyes. Um, and he just stood there and stared at me. And I remember I just like put my blanket over my head and I just tried to like ignore it. And then in the morning I woke up and he went away, but I had a really hard time sleeping that night.
1: Yeah. It's, it's interesting. The role that he may play in the realm of shadow people. I don't Um, understand
0: him. Like I'm trying to under, I'm trying to understand him, but I don't because usually shadow people, most of them, I'm not saying all are intended to scare and strike fear into people. Um, or usually they're trying to siphon energy, at least from like my own. Yeah
1: experience the hat man. I don't understand him. Like I truly don't. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like his kind of his just being in general is unnerving. I mean, we're going to post some artwork about him, but like, it is, you look at that and like, you're unnerved. You're like, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to walk the other way. Okay. And I choose life. He, and it's interesting because as a child, um, one of the experiences I had with him it was more or less like he was overseeing other shadow figures. Well, like well, that's interesting. So you think he's like in charge? I he might be in charge or just kind of watching to make sure that they stay in line. Um, so when I was younger, um in the room I grew up in, I remember seeing there are a lot of shadow figures in my closet, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to now. And being like, no, like there was something in my closet, absolutely. Um, So I remember there was like two to three figures that would just kind of like slither around and they would never do anything to harm my sister or I, but I remember one night, like they actually started kind of drifting out of the closet, which was their domain. And the hat man was just kind of in the corner, like watching and like took a step forward and like, kind of in a sense, like I would say basically was like, no, this is my jurisdiction. Like you need to go back into your closet kind of deal. So I'm really not sure what, what game he's playing and what is his, you know, what is his purpose?
0: I don't know. And I, first of all, that's scary, but also like, Kind of comforting in a weird way. It's like it's so comforting. All kind of like a step back. Um, but I've seen accounts of people, and we're gonna read you some accounts that we actually took from Reddit, but I've seen other accounts on the internet where people have said they've gone through this, is multiple people have said they've gone through a really traumatic event. And either before or after the event, they have seen the hat man as a child. So I think, like, you know, trigger warning, but children of abuse, like a lot of them have seen the hat man, and I'm not sure if he's like watching over them to make sure they're okay. Or if he's just watching over to see like what's going on. Like, I don't, I can't get a read on him and I don't know. It's not like he's comforting people. He's just saying, yeah,
1: exactly. And I also think that he, he has the ability to go after lesser shadow entities. Like he, he as himself is kind of a higher ranking, I would say almost general, maybe an official, um, in the s- spiritual plane, perhaps. And he can, you know, step forward if need be and kind of keep the lesser shadows in line. And I mean, we can think of the experience that I had at my apartment um, a few years ago. You even saw the shadow person in my apartment and it was apartment. A-, a malevolent entity, but The hat man was in the corner, you know, watching along, but once that shadow person crossed the line, he, you know, began to insert himself. So I, I've seen, you know, speaking for myself, he is, you know, kind of neutral, good, chaotic, good, but he also can flip the other way, which is what a lot of people, you know, speak about on Reddit.
0: Yeah. And I want to actually read someone's account because I found this one interesting because they had two accounts with the hat man and most people have one. Some people have a few and it makes me wonder, does he follow people when they move? Like, does he take interest in certain people and follows them? Like, I'm not sure. And I hope this isn't scaring anybody. Like if you had an encounter with the hat man, like he's, he's not dangerous. Like there's no accounts of him, like doing anything to anybody. No. um, It's just like the fear around
1: it. Um, Yeah. He's not Freddy Krueger. He is no. not going to infiltrate your dreams, your nightmares and kill you. He is not that perhaps that is where Freddy Krueger got his basis for, but the hat man is not that. Exactly. So let me, let me read this. Um, This
0: actually comes from a Reddit thread that another podcast, like four years ago, actually put up. I just want to make sure I'm giving them credit. Um, exactly. It's called the dead man. Don't podcast. I've never listened to them, but um, they put together this Reddit thread because they too were talking about the hat man. And so I'm saying it's like a worldwide phenomenon. Like people across all cultures have heard about him, experienced him. And they actually were taking, um, they wanted like real life user stories. They were doing like group research, like who's had an experience with this entity. So I'm reading it from this user called, um, Chivaloid 13. This is from four years ago. Um, so they had two encounters. I'm going to read the first one. So my first encounter with the hat man was when I was five years old, we were living in an old house next to a cemetery. My bedroom window window overlooked the children's part of the graves. And this is what I find interesting about the children. I would see a large, maybe six foot tall shadow man wearing a round top hat on the wall next to the window. Frequently, the window would open during the night. And I remember constantly having to get up to close it. So That was their first account, but they would see him overlooking like the children's graves, which I find interesting because I saw him as a child. Many accounts of people seeing him are children. Mm -hmm. So the second account is when this person was nine, still a child. So I don't know, like, okay, let me read this one. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was nine years old and we had been living in a motel on the shady part of town. I started having reincurring nightmares involving a tall man dressed in a black suit, wearing a square top hat. I was terrified of this man because he had red eyes. People have said they've seen him with red eyes. I saw him with white eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. I had the feeling if I looked into them long enough, he would steal my soul. He started appearing on the ceiling above my bed after about a month, um, of having the nightmares. I would just wrap my entire body up in blankets to hide myself from him being nine years old. I didn't fully know what a soul was, but I had the feeling he was there to haunt me in my dreams. So differing accounts. Now let me ask yeah. you, do you think the second account was the hat man?
1: No, I don't think so either. I think it was perhaps a humanoid entity that could perhaps shapeshift, shift. That's and exactly what I got from that. I would, I would 100% think that our mind holds so many things and we only use so much of it when we're awake. The fact is our minds are an open playing field when we're asleep yes, and yes. perhaps something got in and saw that this individual had seen this entity before the hat man and perhaps was even comfortable with him and took advantage of that and was and like, they I'm that. going to come in. Yeah, they do. They will play upon what you are comfortable with, which I mean, not only with entities, but other aspects in the spiritual plane, you do have to vet them. And it's, it's hard to do it in your dreams, but vet them, ask them questions, like have a certain like code or something.
0: Yeah. And the hat man doesn't speak. So, um, I, I immediately picked up on the second one because there's varying differences with the first story that they said. And then the second one, and then the majority of the accounts of the hat man that I've read. Um, it just doesn't seem like it's the nature of that type of entity to be stealing somebody's soul. Like a lot of people have said, no, he's pretty chill. And I don't listen. I don't mess with shadow people. I'm not encouraging you to mess with the hat man or shadow people. Don't like, if I say anything, don't, don't try to call on them. Don't try to like provoke them get an answer from them because yep. we don't know what we're dealing with here all right you know you don't know what you're dealing with but the hat man seems to mostly just stand off in the distance and watch and not so much haunt people in their dreams and steal their their soul or give them nightmares. so that to me seems like it was a negative entity
1: preying upon like a memory or the hat man in general because most people know who he is 100 percent, and i think the fact that there was um like a malevolent feeling um Like somebody was going to take your soul, as that person stated, that doesn't seem hat manny. It seems like this entity was on, you know, a hunt. It had a purpose at that point. Yeah. And the hat man watches, and I think that that's something we all need to kind of understand: is if you wake up and you see this one, you are going to be um, bothered, and it's going to, you know, cause, you know, some fright. But at the end of the day, he is truly just watching, and it might be a little uncomfortable who likes to be watching their sleep but he's not out here stealing souls no no
0: (laughs) Uh, that's also like uh, no we'll get into that another day anyway um (laughs) okay do you have any other accounts of uh the hat man or do you want to move on to shadow people
1: let's go into shadow people because i think your your story that you just read could perhaps be you know a shape-shifting shadow person
0: Yeah. Shadow people to me are actually terrifying. Um, not people I've come in contact with other shadow people that have not been malevolent, but I'm going to tell you right now, 95% of the time they are not good. You don't want them in your space. Um, a lot of them are here to drain energy. They're here to scare you. You don't want them over you while you're sleeping at night. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that, that's just my own experience with shadow people. I've had to banish them,
1: Scary. I think they're scarier than the Hatman. I 100% think so too. I think a lot of people, myself included, have actually had um, shadow figures, shadow people on you for sleep paralysis. Like that is the entity that's causing that. Like it's not the Hatman, it's kind of the rogue shadow people who are just kind of running amok in the spiritual plane, trying to siphon energy wherever they can. And that includes in your dreams.
0: Yes, for sure. And <laughs> I know a lot of this is like really hard to digest and only because 10 and I have seen this for ourselves. Like, that's why we want to bring you this information because maybe it can explain a certain phenomenon that you're experiencing. We always believe in the normal first before the paranormal, especially when it comes to sleep paralysis or if you're seeing things. So please make sure you're just doing your due diligence, but sometimes it's unexplainable. Like I've had, like we just shared, I've had unexplainable moments. I've seen the hat man. I've seen shadow people. Um, and there's millions of accounts of people seeing shadow people. So you're not alone in that aspect. Um, I actually had a, um, friend tell me that like at their job, they would have, um, one of their coworkers were saying like, they just bought a new house and they had like a mortgage to pay. They just bought this brand new house and they didn't realize but they were sleeping
1: at night and shadow people were like at the foot of their bed
0: chanting. That,
1: that is chanting. Legit. Oh, chanting. No, thank you. Goodbye. I'm you gonna... left the house. <laughs> it's time to burn the house down and collect some insurance. Like I I'm sorry. Start over but also like,
0: this is another thing too. Nine times out of 10, it's fixable. Like nine times out of 10, oh, if you yes. consult a spiritual worker, a witch, um, sometimes you need someone native to the land because sometimes it's tied to like indigenous mythology, um, or you're on indigenous land. Sometimes you need a shaman to come in. I've, and if you watch ghost shows, paranormal shows, they will consult a witch, a psychic medium, a shaman, um, because they are versatile. 10 and I are versatile in the spiritual plane. You can usually do something to help either live coincide or remove um so 100%. well so before you go and
1: sell your house like sometimes, <laughs> it's not. sometimes it's not fixable yeah at that point we'll we'll send you our best but I think shadow people are super interesting because there is so much possible recordings of them throughout mm-hmm. history and mythology uh, absolutely like we're not the first people to see sh-
0: shadow people it's it's probably since the beginning of time, this has been happening.
1: I think it's definitely since we had a writing system as humans, uh, but I think it's been called different things. I've seen articles on, you know, shadow people and, you know, proposing that, you know, the Ka, which is one of your spirits in ancient Egypt, that may have been what ancient Egyptians uh, were attributing to shadow people. Um, In the Greco-Roman period, um, perhaps they were writing about shades, shades of the underworld, meaning that you or your deceased loved ones are there. And it's just kind of shadow people. So that could be part of it too. So we're having records occurring. They're under different names. We have them in later Abrahamic writings, teachings, that kind of stuff. Possibly one is found in the Quran, but we are seeing that It's not just a 21st century kind of explosion of shadow people. Shadow people have been around since we have had writing. For sure. And I would say like, as
0: someone who's Catholic, Um, I I can't speak on Christianity, but I know in Catholicism, they believe in these types of entities. And I, my mind immediately goes to exorcisms um, because not everything's a demon, like usually sometimes it's a negative entity, but priests will actually exercise your home of these types of beings. Um, They might do it under a different name where they call it a daemon or a demon, um, even though it's not what we classify today. As a demon, it could just be a negative entity. But yeah, even in Catholicism, they do believe in these types of spirits and entities. Like that is not uncommon for a priest to come in and exercise your home because you're seeing shadow people or you have a negative entity that resides there. Um, so we're seeing it across religions, across cultures, and we are not the first to come in contact with them. But like 10 said, they yeah. could just be called different things.
1: Um, yeah. So what was I gonna say? We do have um. From an article, the official definition of shadow people. And this individual, the author, is saying that they are, quote, supernatural shadow like humanoid figures that, according to believers, are seen flickering on walls and ceilings in the viewer's peripheral vision, end quote. So if you have ever seen like a flash out of the corner of your eye and you turn and nothing's there, that could be classified as, you know, seeing or a sighting of a shadow person. in my personal experience, they do tend to stick to the shadows and will kind of act as extensions. Mm -hmm. Um, They use it to their, they do, they use the darkness, they use the shade, any sort of shadows to their advantage. I have never actually seen them in the sunlight. And I don't know if that has to do with them as an entity, their mythology, that kind of stuff, their origin.
0: I've never seen them in the sunlight either. I can say I've had an experience with shadow people and they are like the pitchest black ever. Mm -hmm. Like they are darker than the shadow to me. Like you can differentiate them from the shadow and like, they just stand there like a humanoid figure. Like I, I don't even know if they take on a gender. Maybe some people have seen them as like a gender, but they're just like a humanoid figure to me that just stand there
1: they literally look like, I don't know if you ever saw in like art classes where it was like those movable model person that you could like yes, move the arms yes, and the legs. Yes, That's yes, what they look yes. like. That's they're what they're like in my head. Yes. Um, sometimes I have actually seen like elongated arms and legs. So they almost look spider-like almost along the lines of like a slender man. Yeah. So-, so weird.
0: It's funny you bring up Slenderman because I believe Slenderman is based off of the Hat Man. Like I, I think like in pop culture today because he does have like a wide brim hat. Does so he? I think he does. Yeah, because when I was reading about the Hat Man, they were talking about Slenderman. Um, hold on, let me
1: look him up. Because I feel like Slenderman. Oh, no, is, he doesn't. He doesn't. You're right. But Slenderman as a pop culture entity. Oh God, he's so scary. Has- he is a malevolent entity like he does not play and it's caused so much paranoia this is just a sidebar with uh Slenderman that you know trigger warning some individuals have actually stabbed their friend trying to appease slender man because they thought that he was after them like this entity scares the living shit out of people and i think that there was isn't there a movie that came out about slender
0: man there was there was this whole thing like I don't know if you remember vine back in the day but it was all on vine like I was watching all of this unfold I think it was vine um where people were like talking about slender and like his mythology and I was like yo I I can't be doing this like this is too scary for me so if you get scared easily I'm too scared of Slenderman. I won't even look up his story um yeah. it originated from Creepy Pasta, which yeah that's like a horror site yeah so but, like yeah I'm I'm good on that. But. <laughs> um but moving on to the next part of this. So we've talked about shadow people, we've talked about the hatman, but sometimes in most instances it's just your house spirit. Like I don't think yes. people know um and once again, we're coming off the belief system of animism. So we believe that everything has a spirit. Like I believe and I've encountered houses, every single house I've been in has a spirit inside of it and sometimes they're human and sometimes they're not. Um you could just have a human that's deceased and just still living in your house, or you can just have a house spirit. That's the spirit of your home. So you don't really need to be afraid of that. Um, I have one, she's incredible. I've talked about her before with my dad on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, she makes me feel so safe. And actually you can form an alliance with them and they can like keep the shadow people at bay. They keep bad energy
1: out. So. Yeah. And For those of you who are still kind of like i'm not really sure what uh what a house spirit is like what are what are they talking about if you've ever seen the movie um monster house from like the early 2000s um basically it's the story of a house that's come to life because i believe the spirit of the woman who lived there died and the house was just trying to take care of the owner and everything but it had turned mad because of how people were treating the house and everything so I think that's a great representation of kind of what we're talking about. Like the house can take on a persona. Also, if you've read, what do you call it? Uh, The fourth akitar book, the house is alive in that book. Like yeah. it's a thing. It can help you. It can help see to your needs. It can protect you, all of that kind of stuff. So you can also work with your house and kind of leave offerings for it as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can do a quick Google search because, you know, the minute I told my dad, we have a house spirit. He was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, she's not a human. I don't have a human house spirit. It's the spirit of my house. So, you know, my dad did all the research. He was like, what are you talking about? And he found on YouTube where in other, other countries, I believe he found a YouTube video. And I think it was in Turkey where they actually teach about house spirits at university, um, they teach about house spirits, um, and how you should work with them, how you should, have leave offerings for them because they do defend your home from like not even just shadow people but jealousy. We talk about the evil eye all the time, like negative energy. Um they make sure your space is really sacred and mm-hmm. it's always cleansed. So I'm always encouraging people to get to know their the spirits that live in their homes.
1: Yeah. And not every house has one and that's okay if you don't. Um but, you know, I would say if you can, you know, maybe befriend some of the land spirits around you.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, just, just check before you go ahead and start screaming and say, I need a priest or I need to get exercise in my house. I had someone, it's kind of like, pissed me off. I'm just going to vent for a minute. A long time ago, someone messaged me. Um, I hadn't spoken to them in years, years. Um, and they were like, I went to a tarot reader and they told me I had this really negative, bad spirit in my house. So right off the bat, I'm like, this is bullshit. All right, this is bullshit. And they're like, how do I remove it? Can you help me? Like, can you come to my house and like get it out and banish it? I know you're a medium. I know you do witchcraft, et cetera. So I don't know what's going on outside my window. Sounds like fireworks. Um, scary, just Pluto's like, what the hell? Um, but back to my story, I like messaged them back. I was annoyed because I'm like, you haven't spoken to me in years. Not even hi, how are you? Like, okay um guess I'm just (laughs) like uh, the neighborhood witch but I was like how do you know you have a negative spirit in your house like someone's just telling you this do you feel like a malevolent presence and they were like yeah Yeah. and I'm like so it's not a malevolent spirit you don't have a malevolent spirit in your house like yeah you would have to you
1: have scratch marks like what what are you feeling that kind of stuff like Like, you can't just go out there and cry malevolent spirit demon that kind of stuff like 99% 99% of the time, that's not true. And you
0: would know, here's the thing. Most people know we, we're all intuitive. You know, if there's something wrong with your house, trust your intuition, if there's something in there that scares you um, or you get a
1: bad vibe from it. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> definitely again, put mundane before magic. Um, and this actually works perfectly into one of my friends who just texted me last night, a good friend of mine from college. Oh, I'm excited for the story. So they had texted me and was like, Oh, our other friend says that I should ask you about the shadowy figure. I keep seeing standing over my husband in the middle of the night. And we've been seeing this since we moved into our house. Um, it's never happened before only in the new house. Um, they said, I just keep kicking, I just keep kicking it in the head." Um, but our friend says that you might have a real solution. So they didn't actually try to kick it in the head. Right. They did. So this is where, and this is where it gets, this is where it gets interesting because
0: I'm not, I'm not making fun of your friend. I just wanted to make sure I heard that. Right. Like
1: I, and I think the kicking came from the fact that this entity was standing over her husband and she went into protective mode.
0: No, I get it. I just wasn't sure if you meant like I was kicking around the idea of what to do, but I was like, no, 10 said nah, she kicked his head. (laughs) That's brave season. I applaud people for that kind of stuff. She straight up was like Spartan kicking this thing off of her husband. (laughs) So let me, let me set the scene. So her husband is sleeping. It's just standing over her.
1: Uh, over the husband, I think it's standing over the husband, like bending over kind of watching him, Oh, but uh, oh, now I'd kick it in the head too. So I, I go, that's very interesting. So I said, is the individual, is the individual just watching or are they on top of your husband's chest? Like for sleep paralysis, right? So she's never had a sleep paralysis. Neither has her husband. And she keeps saying like this entity just keeps watching. Right. Um, and she's only felt them during the nighttime. Um, she says I'm super panicked at night. It's always standing over my husband in the middle of the night after we've been asleep for a bit. Once I rolled over and it was eye level with me on my side, on the side of my face. I do immediately whack it. I never feel anything though. It looked smokier the time that it was at eye level. So the fact that it's a little smoky on the edges is making me automatically think that it's a shadow person. Okay. I was just going to say, do you want what I think of the diagnosis is here? Yeah. So put in your comments right now because the story keeps going.
0: Okay. So this is what I think so far from what you've told me one, I think she should stop trying to kick it in the head because it could be dangerous. It might get pissed off and do something. So mm-hmm. I, this is just a PSA. And this person obviously doesn't know if don't just go start trying to kick entities in the head, because if you piss them off, like they have the advantage here. Okay. Like they, they have the advantage. So that's my first thought. Second, I'm getting the vibe that it's a shadow person based
1: off the information that you've just told me. Yup. So let's continue. Let's see if, let's see if our, if if our diagnosis will change. So the next is it's going to change the diagnosis. All right. All right. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. So I say, are there any emotions that you feel coming off of this entity? Because there's a few things that this can be. And she says that she feels very panicked afterward and that her husband has to kind of help calm her down so that she can go back to sleep. Um, but she doesn't feel anything malevolent coming from them. So I asked, um, do you see them? Do you feel anything like they want to hurt you or are they simply watching? Um, so she's not exactly sure. Every time that she's seen them, she's immediately just kind of gone fight or flight, and she's a flightless bird, so she's just ready to swing. Um, but she doesn't feel malevolence, and after the panic goes away, she doesn't feel lingering danger. Okay. Is that it? So that's it. I also asked about the house, how old it is, where okay. is it located, Is she seeing which I think- eye- huh? Well, the hat man doesn't usually get that close, but she's not seeing like a
0: top hat or anything, right? She's just seeing. She never said that that was a defining feature. So you just it could... this shadowy figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I have uh, a conclusion, but yeah, you, you tell me what about the house?
1: So it's a new, it's a pretty new house. Um, it's only seven years old and they know the previous owners who actually built the house. So I'm not too sure about how much history of the land that they know they did say that they are going to ask the previous owners the next time that they see them like do you know anything about this land this plot blah 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 so um here's my diagnosis that i sent back to her
0: um i first or do you want to do yours do yours actually okay okay because yours is like written and documented here's mine okay (laughs) one i think her friend is really spiritually gifted her husband is not seeing this He's asleep when it's happening. But you can tell when someone's staring at you when you're sleeping if you're really spiritual. (laughs) That's true. I think your friend is really spiritually gifted. So she might want to look into that. Two, I think it either is tied to the land that they live on, it's a a spirit that has lived in the land. I believe in my very bones, it is a house spirit that has been there for a very long time now when human spirits don't cross over and no one wants to hear this they deteriorate on the spiritual plane they turn into shadow people and i mean like thousands hundreds of years this takes that's why it's dangerous for human spirits to be here but some of them choose to stay three it could be part of the native mythology of the land i'm not sure which indigenous land she lives on but i do not get the sense that it's trying to hurt her i get the sense that they want her to know
1: that it's there yep literally almost verbatim what I wrote
0: are you kidding me
1: That's legit what I, was like, I was I like I was like I was like it could be two things The hat man was not one of them no um so I said it could be a shadow person who is watching over the new tenants and is perhaps tied to the house Um, Because it's not attacking you and it's not causing any harm. They're simply just curious. And it makes sense if you're a new tenant and you weren't the ones who built the house. Perhaps the shadow entity, the spirit, had a connection with the previous owners. Perhaps they were the ones who kind of gave it life. Um, So I said it could definitely probably be a house spirit or a shadow person because we're erring on the side that this is kind of the lesser percentage where this type of shadow person is going to be a little bit more neutral. They are simply watching and kind of just taking note of who's there. They're not attacking and they're not doing any harm. So that kind of makes me feel like it's kind of more just a watching entity or perhaps the house spirit. Um, But that was my diagnosis was I 100%- don't give advice yet. Did you give her advice uh, of what to do? Yes. Okay. Wait. Did you tell it already? Did I miss this? No, but I already okay. did. I I already texted her the advice.
0: Okay. So I want to go into like what my advice is for this, and I want you to read yours because I wonder if we mm-hmm. come to the same conclusion. So, yeah, I totally think your friend's gifted. I think the the spirit made a connection with the husband. Um, I think because she knows that it's there, it's trying to get the husband to be like, I'm here. Like, I want you to see me, but he's sleeping. Um, I actually would try to speak to it. That's true. My, my diagnosis is I, I mean, we come in contact with spirits all the time. I wouldn't try to remove it from the house. I would actually talk to it and be like, now I know this is hard for you because you're in fight or flight. And you're like, I'm trying to kick it in the head. I would, I would stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, which is, I just imagine someone like fucking kicking their leg up, like trying to kick air (laughs) and like, did she ever tell you what its reaction was? Like, is it just standing there? Like, I think it kind of backs off. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I would just be like, listen, we got to put boundaries in place. One. I know, you know, I could see you Two, You need to get up out of my space when I'm sleeping. You want to talk to me, come talk to me before I go to bed. Three. What is it that you want from me? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and people think because they're not like psychic mediums, they can't communicate with spirits. You can, you're going to know, you got to trust your intuition. You'll know what it wants from you. Um, if, if your friend is seeing this thing, it's, it's, she can communicate with it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's
1: going to be the bigger shock. Honestly.
0: Now I'm kind of interested because once you get over, because the, the, the panic you said that she was experiencing, wasn't from the spirit itself. It's from the fact that you're seeing something and you don't know what it is. So you fight or flight, but you're not picking Mm -hmm. that up off of the entity. So I would say it's, it's fine. I would just try to communicate with it.
1: Hmm. I didn't actually go the communication route because, um, just because of how scared she was talking about being, I was like, all right, you know what, we're going to take that route. You want to kind of, you know, take care of it. So let's, let's talk about how we can do that. So I said, if it is, you know, a shadow entity or the house spirit, um, you can smoke cleanse with incense, not white sage, just a little PSA reminder for everybody out there. You can burn any type of herbs and there's over like a few thousand strands of sage. So don't use white sage. It's close practice. Um, it's close practice use incense sticks.
0: They're also like, you can get them off Amazon, huge boxes of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, if you don't have any incense or you have, you know, candle or smoke anxiety, I see you, I feel you. Um, I sound cleanse, so get some pots and pans and bash that shit right together. It will cleanse the area with sound. Um, or you can also use bind runes for protection. We're actually going to be putting a bind rune for house protection in Patreon mm-hmm. because of this, you know, episode. Uh, you can also use crystals if you are a crystal girly. Um, you could use other things that you have different types of wards, but also you need to let them know your boundaries. And it's okay to kind of sit down one day and be like, hello, house spirits and shadow people. Here are my, you know, yeah. 119 theses hammered in on your door. These are what my things are. You cannot come into the bedroom when I'm sleeping. You cannot come during this time Bah, 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 bah. list kind of what you want and they'll let you know. You have to, you know, set the demands. It is your space at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um,
0: don't be afraid to tell them off. Um, you could do it respectfully. I mean, I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, listen, fuckheads. What is it that you want? You're bothering me. Yeah. You're standing over me at 3 a.m. You know this is annoying. Don't do it. you what what are you trying to do? Um, so (laughs) like, I know most people are like, what do you mean communicate with them? Their spirits. It's like, yeah, just tell them off. All right. Some of them are just, they just want you to know that they're there. They're not intentionally trying to scare you. Um, just set boundaries. Boundaries is important. Um, but also I think it's interesting that you took the, uh, cleansing route because my, my method is I'm always trying to see what it wants first. Is it anything I can give, do, do for it that'll leave me alone. If not, then fine. I'm going to start getting my incense sticks. And you could say that too. Just be like, if there's anything I could do for you, let me know. These are my boundaries. And if you don't abide by them, then I'm smoke cleansing you out of the house, baby. But it all depends on your own spiritual practice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I went that route only because I didn't want, I wanted to kind of ease the fear um, because I get it. It's not a great sight to wake up to at 3 AM with something watching you.
0: No, I mean, I've been there. I mean, I didn't know what to do. We, I mean, we talked about it in our last, um, one of our episodes where I had a negative entity standing in the corner of my room. I was more experienced at that point, but I whipped out some incense sticks and yelled at it. I was like, you're either going to buck up or get out like, because I'm not playing today. And you kind of have to (laughs) keep that same attitude. Don't be afraid. Um, Mm -hmm. I will say though, you know, don't, don't try to fight them. If you're not confident in what you're doing, don't yell at them. Like yeah. Just be careful. Um, and always consult your local, which call your metaphysical store, man. They'll know what to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> call them up. They'll list some things. Um, I'll list, you know, herbs that you can use crystals that you can use all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And
0: speaking of tens, making a binder in for Patreon, I'm actually going the other route and I'm going to teach you how to make a spirit communication candle. So if you like to take my route and you want to <laughs> communicate with the spirits, <laughs> I, am um, <laughs> actually teaching on Patreon, um, because we do post like extra podcast episodes there, but we also are going to be posting this kind of stuff too, because we are very advanced in spirit communication. It can also be used for mediumship. So if you're trying to connect better with medium, um, if you're trying to connect with uh, the spirits around you, you can absolutely do that with the spirit communication candle. So, um, yeah, I'll be posting support your local witches, support your local witches. Okay. But yeah, in other, turn of events, you could call your local metaphysical store and they should be able to tell you. And if they can't, then they're frauds. And this is why I can't stand spirituality. sometimes. (laughs) Like you sell the things people need to to do this stuff. Exactly. Like how, how do, what do before we go, you know, what's also crazy to me is that like, we've become a society where we don't know what to do back in ancient times. People knew what to do. They see malevolent spirits. They're calling on their gods. They're calling on their ancestors. They're calling on Jesus Christ. Don't be afraid to like do those things. You could, I mean, in the name of Jesus Christ, you can do that. That's, you're calling on your divinities to help you. So, Archangel Michael, the Archangel of Protection, call on him, light a candle for him, ask him to help you.
1: Doesn't mean they have to answer. 100%. Or if you, you know, have other divinities that you work with, you can leave a votive offering. You can petition them. You can. Um, if you were back in, you know, ancient Greece, you could go see an oracle, you could go to an oracular shrine, you could go to a healing shrine, so many different other options that you could have done like these people were like, oh, I got the shadow person coming in to my house. It's 300 BCE. What do I do? What, I'm do, go see- what do? What do? <laughs> if I was an ancient person, here's what I would do. What I would do? First go to uh, my local shrine, leave an offering. And then if that didn't work, I would go to whatever divinity i needed help with if it was sickness i would go to apollo or asclepius if it was you know something with spirits i would go to a necromancia which is a say, where necromancies are performed and i would seek out a priest or a priestess because i have some questions <laughs>
0: listen you're not helpless in this situation this is what we want to teach also on patreon i'm also going to be teaching how you can call on mark um mark angel <laughs> I'm gonna call him that from now on. He's not gonna answer my petitions. Archangel Michael, also known as Saint Michael in Catholicism. He is an archangel of protection. You can call on him. Doesn't matter what religion you hail from or
1: who you are, you can call on him. So oh yeah. I think we forget that the arcs are found cross cultures and cross history. So let's
0: get it together out here. I feel like we need to put like a boot camp in for like what do I do when a spirit enters my home? What do is what we're gonna call it. <laughs> you got this, don't be afraid spirits and what do (laughs) spirits and what boo and what do oh my god I gotta stop (laughs) that'll be the segment that'll be the advice segment boo and what do (laughs) wait 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 (laughs) oh my god (laughs) boo (laughs) I can't hear you what ignore me (laughs) boo and what do that's going to be our advice
1: (laughs) so oh my god I sound like I need oil or (laughs) (laughs) wd-40
0: no that was funny um because 10's always like what do what do um so in this situation what do don't be afraid okay we hope we can empower you to not be afraid um, but yeah, send in your advice. Uh, not advice. Well, we give you the advice. Send in, your-
1: <laughs>
0: send in your advice. I'm gonna be 30. Um, send in your stories, your paranormal stories, experiences, um, things going on in your home. We may or may not pick it for an- another episode. Um, evoking.cmc at gmail.com.
1: Um, And I think that concludes today's episode. Boone, That is everything. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on Instagram for Evoking the Shop. Instagram for at Sticks and Bones. You can also check us out on TikTok at Evoking the Shop with all of our new goodies. And both of our personal uh, social medias are linked in the description. So we hope to see all of our little ghosts and ghouls next time.
0: Exactly. And don't forget to join our Patreon. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)